the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. I'm doing my best to calm down. Oh, I tried, boy. You okay. just get wound I'm go- up about that I'm going to discuss it, but I'm going to take Tom <laughs> Don first. Okay. Don, good morning. Good morning. Uh, a quick question about Thompson's Auto Repair in Mesa. Have they gotten their uh, facility fixed? Yes, Great, because the last time I talked to him, he was still trying to fix it. He gave me an excellent estimate. He goes, "It's going to cost you somewhere between two to three thousand dollars for my '76 Jeep to fix it." Okay, but I'm I'm good with that. I just his shop wasn't repaired at the time. Yeah, um, we do that sometimes too. And and here's what we say: We had that Jeep in the other day for a, an overheat, mm-hmm. and we said to the person, "It's going to cost you a hundred dollars or less to have us determine what the problem is, but the repair can be anywhere between eight thousand and five thousand." It turns out that this Jeep had just been driven into the ground in an overheat situation, and the engine was toast. I mean, black toast. And so, well, I, I know mean, I need rings, I need front end work, I need okay. ignition. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm not talking about you. Uh, it, 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 but I would suggest that you give him the symptoms. If you need an alignment, then the question is, is why do you need an alignment? And let me tell you, 90% of the time they say it pulls one side to the other. Here's what happens 50% of the time. 50% of the time we swap the front tires, left to right and, le- and right to left. And you know what? the pull goes away. And so that's a radial tire pull. We see it every day. And we just swap the tires side to side. So instead of an alignment for $100 to $150 that really produces no fruit at all Mm -hmm. because the alignment's well within specification, why don't we just swap the front tires right off the bat? Yeah. Well, he said Thompson's already looked at it, so he just wanted to No, they didn't look look at it. We talked about it. Oh, okay. I told them what the problems were and everything else. The front end is squirrely. We're talking about rebuilding the steering box. We're talking about putting rings in it, a new ignition system, and uh, I turn don't understand the relationship. Stuff. I don't understand the relationship between the ignition system and front end work. That's all the stuff that's wrong with it. Oh, okay. Well, well there's I all kinds t- of things wrong. Okay. All right. <laughs> Well, I can tell you this much. Brian and Thelma, as you know, are good people. And it, Brian, his uncle hired me in 1972 to work at his gas station. I've known that family since then. And, and Brian is very capable. But what we all want is the symptoms. 
Give me the symptoms. If you say I'm driving down the road and the steering wheel shakes left and right, an alignment's not going to fix that. If you're driving down the road and it it wants to go left and left, an alignment's not going to fix that half the time. Half the time an alignment won't fix that. So it's just really a matter of give us the symptoms and then say, what's your checkout fee? $15, $35, $55. And then you say, fine, call me after. The, call me when you're done diagnosing it with the estimate. Mm-hmm. And that's how they, it yeah. should happen. Cause, and, and, and let me ask you a question, Renee. We always give big estimates on, on, on the checkout. How many times do we come in under and how many times do we come in over? Well, we always have to come in under. Yeah. Or else we have to call the customer again and update the estimate. Right. But the idea is, is that all of us that have been around that have gray hair, mm-hmm. all of us understand you're going to bid it a little high. Right. Because if you're thinking it's one tie rod in and you need a second one because both of them are bad, then it's already in your estimate. You mm-hmm. can go ahead and do both of them mm-hmm. right then and right there and do one alignment and we're done. Yeah. Or so, small stuff you can throw in and you don't have to call back and say, oh, well, I found this because it's already in there. It happens. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Brian's a good guy. You picked a good shop. He's the only one in Mesa that's on my list. But uh, And if you want to, just uh, you can say Mark Salem says that he's going to mail me a 50% off discount. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to laugh because everyone knows it's not true, but he'll, he'll laugh. Okay? Yeah, I know. I'm going to have him tow it in and just fix it so I can get in it and drive it. No, it's an don't old do Jeep. that. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Just write Why? down the symptoms. Just write. To, Brian, I want you to check the following things. I've got a problem in the front end, and this is what it does. I have an, a problem where sometimes it starts up, and sometimes it goes, so I have an extended startup period. So you say to him, I turn on my wipers, and sometimes they move, and sometimes they don't. So I want you to check that out. Call me with an estimate for the repair. That's what we want. We want symptoms. People, you know, people walk in, tell me the truth. They they throw the keys and say, I'm going to take a trip, um, check my car out. Yeah, that's so hard because it, that, well, no, there's I so many different directions. Symptoms. Yeah, we need, we need some kind of guidance. What, what was going on? What's wrong with it? Um, Why don't you tell him what's wrong with it? it? Why don't you I tell did. him what's wrong? Okay, 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 that's good. That's what we want. We want symptoms. We get guys in all the time that want to tell us how to fix their cars. You know what? Their wives come in, they give us the symptoms. Mm -hmm. And when we see a big hairy-chested guy walk in and he's got a big hot rod truck out there, we just know we're going to have to school him and get him to give us the symptoms because he's already going to tell us what he wants. But we want to make sure the symptoms match the repair. And here's the deal. If we mess up, you get your money back. You get your money back. So if we say an alignment's going to take care of this for $88 and it doesn't take care of it, we give you the 88 back. Yeah, or, yeah, we're not going to charge you. Or we give you the old parts back and we can put them back in if that didn't work. Exactly. And, and, and most that's happening. Yeah, yeah. So we tell you it's a mass airflow sensor because, in our opinion, it's a mass airflow sensor. We give you the old one back, don't we? In mm-hmm. the same box as the new one. Mm-hmm. You come back 30 days later and say the check engine line's been on a lot. We look and it's a mass airflow sensor code. Sure. The first thing we do is take ours off and put yours on. And we find that the hose between the mass airflow sensor and the engine has a big crack in it. So it has unmetered air going to the motor. 
So we know the mass airflow sensor is supposed to me- measure the amount of air being ingested by the motor. Well, if behind the mass airflow sensor, if there's a big rubber hose, if it's got a big cut in it, then it, it's actually sending unmetered air to the motor, and the mass airflow sensor isn't seeing that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say you can you can look at uh, Google and you can look at the codes and you can do all that. One last thing, Renee. Yes. How many times does the code match the actual repair? Not often. Not often at all. Right. You can have a mass airflow sensor code, sure. but you got a bad bellows, one of the hoses that goes. Mm-hmm. You can have a misfire code that has an EGR valve that's stuck open. It's not a spark plug. It's right. not a wire. It's none of that. Well, and we see people trying to do it themselves to save money, and they've spent all this money, and then they come in because they don't want to pay the checkout charge uh-huh. or whatever. But in reality, most of the time, that's your best bet because you're going to save money well, with not putting parts on that you don't need. Guessing. We call it guessing. There you go. And and, and oftentimes the people have already spent more money guessing than we're going to and we have three par- we have three parts. We have the diagnostic, let's find out what it is, then we got the part and the labor. So there's three tickets there. That was my point. Yes. Yeah. And and as then just pipe up. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you just aren't you, listening you, today. <laughs> I, I'm I'm just flustered. Okay. I'm just flustered. I I I hate it when 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 we don't force the customer to give us the symptoms. Yeah. It's our job. When you go into the doctor, you don't tell the doctor to replace my heart. Mm-hmm. You don't tell the doctor that I need a new knee. You mm-hmm. don't tell the doctor that. You let you, him determine. You let that. him determine the problem. Okay. Do we have another caller, Gil? 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. For those of you in the North Phoenix area, um, Kurt's Auto Repair is at I-17 in Bell. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Him and Eric, they can diagnose anything. They, We actually sent them a car a couple years ago. We couldn't see. We were blind. We just couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. And, and they call me back and they go, oh, we found it in about six seconds. <laughs> and I said, what is it? And he goes, the EGR's um, got a rock in it, and it's holding the EGR open. <sighs> okay, I'm coming to pick it up. How much do I owe you? $4,295. I'll bring a check. <laughs> he says, we don't take checks. <laughs> but he did find it when we couldn't find it. And th- and that's kind of what the good shops work with. It's not uncommon for another shop to say, would you help me with sure. this? But then we just ask Kurtz to help us with this yeah. one. Yeah. If you and look at it so long, sometimes you just overlook the obvious stuff. And so. we need a fresh pair of eyes. Right. And, and, and when I call him, I don't tell him, I've done this, I've done that, I've done this. I just say, here's the symptom. Mm-hmm. Here's the symptom. So 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And I'll tell you about another shop. There's another shop in town that it does good work. We talked about Thompson's Auto. Yeah, we did. He but is I a want, great guy. He is a great Brian and Thelma own Thompson's Auto Repair. They're in Mesa. They're on Main Street just east of Stapley. And like I said before, I've known the family since 1972. When I started working at the Shell gas station at Broadway and Priest in Tempe, mm-hmm. Ken Vivian was part of that family. Mm-hmm. And the Thompsons and the Vivians were married. They used to marry one another on a regular basis. The daughter of Mr. <laughs> this guy would marry the son of this guy. Oh. But but that was normal. It was okay. I mean, my family did that the same. Mm-hmm. So Thompson's is a good guy. He's the only shop in Mesa. We've had other applications for the slot in Mesa. And we're not shy about putting two shops in Mesa mm-hmm. as long as there's some distance af- sure. apart. Sure. But um, Thompson's is one of those guys that uh, holds down Mesa just fine. Mm-hmm. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And I'll tell you something else. How many times does the wife come in and tell you what the husband said? <laughs> 
Uh, enough. Enough. Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. And and so, I, our service writer Daniel and John, mm-hmm. we instruct them after the wife or the, the wife tells you what the, you call the husband. Mm-hmm. You call the husband and say, "Tell me what the symptoms are again." Yeah. And then we have it from the horse's mouth. Yeah, and, and that's what I said. It's best if you're driving the car to bring it in yourself if you can, because it is easier to talk to the driver to get the exact symptoms because a lot of times it doesn't get communicated right or you know the next person doesn't uh, describe it right or something like that and it's perfectly okay for the wife to say call my husband here's his name and here's the phone number we like that and and we just want to talk to the person that's experiencing the problem Mm -hmm. we we've had customers come in and want shock absorbers put on and we say why Mm -hmm. and they said well that's what my son said sure and then we find out there's an egg on the tire. So mm-hmm. there's a tread separation that's causing a bad vibration. Mm-hmm. And the son in Minneapolis told her to go have the spark plugs changed or something like that. <laughs> so oh, that was a big jump. Okay. Well, it's because of a vibration. I know. The engine vibration of the spark plug would be somewhat similar to an egg on the tires where it goes. So it could feel like a misfire. But that those are the kinds of things that... You know, it just, I've been in this business since too what? Too long. Yeah, too, too long. long. <laughs> since 1979. And when we were in Ahwatukee, those old guys used to tell us how to fix their cars all the time. And they were wrong more than 50% of the time. Oh, okay. And and so you can say okay, but it's important for the wives to know that you just tell us not what the husband said. Give us the symptoms. Sure. Just the symptoms. Yep. And so I feel sorry for wives because you know how many of them come to the front counter and said, my husband wants you to do this. He wants you to flush the cooling system. Why? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So we go drive it, and the, the gauge is at between half and three-quarters, which is where it should be. So then we call the husband and say, what you got? Oh, it's running hot. Well, it isn't. Well, no, it's – I said, where's the gauge at? Well, it's close to three-quarters. Okay, well, that's okay in the summertime when it's 115 degrees. If it's not puke and pack coolant past the cap onto the ground or into the overflow, mm-hmm. you're not overheating. Mm-hmm. So may I suggest that you just drive it for a while more? Because mm-hmm. right now we, we don't have a co- low coolant light on. We don't have a code. We don't have anything. Yep. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Only about 5% of those needing nursing home care can pay for care without assistance. Medicare, Medicaid, veteran benefits, Social Security, you need answers. Listen to Benefit Buffet, Sundays at 1 p.m. I'm Jill Pulliam. With over 30 years' experience, I will help you understand the benefits you and your family members will likely need. Join me Sundays at 1 p.m. for the Benefit Buffet, offering benefit information one bite at a time. Sponsored by Benefit Results and Betty. Benefit, eligibility, triage, and education. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe and is the best way to protect that legacy. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local. I can send you with the link. Okay, smart. Protect your legacy. 
Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. After I got out of the Marine Corps, coming back home, it was just a mental breakdown for me. I was on the verge of giving up. That chapter, that season in my life was over. Now what? Who was I? That's what I kept asking myself. The pressure to have it all together, to heal, to quiet down the monsters inside, it was too much. I lost it. I had heard about the Wounded Warrior Project. I had seen the logo and that visual of a warrior carrying another warrior. The programs that the Wounded Warrior Project offers, it's not just the veteran themselves, it's, it's their whole family, it brings it all together. We have scars that we carry, and just because the scars are there doesn't mean that we're any less than what we were. Right now, I, I'm the best version that I ever have been of myself. I can embrace the brokenness. You wouldn't go into battle alone. You don't have to fight this alone. Visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. Fifty-nine twenty-nine, Renate. Remember that. Okay, we're back on the air. Twenty-one minutes after the hour, eleven o'clock. We're going to go do the phones real quick. And Larry, you're first, and Angel, you're second. Larry, go ahead. Well, Mark, hi. Thank you for taking my call. Anyway, so I have a two hundred seven Honda Accord. It's okay. my wife's car, and she's been complaining about that uh, air condition switching from cold to hot or warm. Yesterday, I took it for a ride, and I drove it for about two, three hours, and I didn't have a problem. But this morning, she went to work, and she said, left vent started blowing warmer, and she has temperature set on 16 volts. The left started blowing warmer, and then the ride was a little cooler, but everything came warm and cold. Okay. Uh, yeah, we see this a lot, um, and here's what happens. They set it on a specific number. Let's pretend it's 66. They set it on 66, and the ambient temperature outside is 65. So if she has automatic temperature control, then the computer looks at 66, and it's 67, so it turns on the air conditioning. So, and, and actually, the, the ranges are much wider than I'm telling you, but I'm giving it to you. And then sometimes when she asks for heat, then after it gives it the heat, then it goes to air conditioning. This is a common problem. Here's the question. When she gets heat, is it good, warm heat? I believe it is. She okay. Say, um, I didn't experience that, but she said it's actually hot. She's getting heat. Okay. So she she's okay. Hot. Now... When it blows cold, is it nice and cold? But she just says that intermittently it just starts blowing hot? Yes. I drove it yesterday for two or three hours maybe and around the town, and I have a nice cold air. Okay. Here's what here's what I would do if I was working on this car, especially when, when you know, she, she has symptoms. Uh, I'm going to go drive the car, and I'm going to ask her, where do you set your temperature? And she's going to say 73. And then I'm going to go drive the car to see if the compressor cycles on and off. Because as the temperature in the car dances around 73, then sometimes it's going to go hot and sometimes it's going to go cold. Have her go to the extremes. 
have her go to cool and have her pick the lowest number she can find. Now, she's going to say, I'm going to get cold. You say, that's what the passenger window's for. Just drop the passenger window down, but I want you to run it as cold as possible, and I want to know if it gets warm. Now, here's the deal. If it gets cold and she says it almost froze me out, then I know it's got Freon, I know the compressor's good, I know the belt is good, and I know the temperature controls are good. That's fact. That's all there is to it. But it can be the other way around. She asks for heat, and it gives her cold. Well, if she asks for heat and she puts it at 64 degrees, then if she asks for cold, it it goes to 68 degrees. There's a difference there. The computer has to figure out what it is you want. But here's what you said that really made a big deal for me. You said it was good and cold when you drove it, right? Yes, sir. Okay, then I, I see if 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 the freon level is low, there's a low pressure switch, and if the if the low pressure switch sees low refrigerant levels, it will shut off the air conditioning compressor, and the customer says, intermittently, um, I get warm air, and I say, well, where's your temperature at? And their temperature is right at ambient temperature. So if it's 72, then they set it at 72. Well, the computer's having a tough time turning it on or turning it off, or it's low on Freon. Mm-hmm. So if it's low on Freon, then when it drops to a certain level, then the, the compressor turns off. And then that's when she gets warm air. Then if she asks for a little colder, then the compressor turns back on. But if it's low on Freon, the compressor can turn on and off. It's going to have the same readings. So here's what I, again, tell her or you go do it. Run it at full cold, cold on the hot of the day for about three miles. Full cold. Then go back to the temperature she uses, and if you say to me, Mark, it's cold sometimes, and then the warm comes on, I'm going to say, well, how long is it cold? Well, it's five, six minutes. How long is it warm? Just a minute. Well, the computer's having a tough time because it's dancing over those numbers. So if you wanted to quit doing that, either go colder or go hotter. And Larry, did I hear you say that the left side was warm and the right side was cold? Yes, exactly. Left side. Okay. So usually, the left side. She complained about left side. Start blowing in the, you know, okay. driver's side. Does, it, I guess the, co- the question is: Is does each passenger, the driver and the passenger, have two different temperatures? Yeah, that could because be. it, sometimes we have that, and mm-hmm. I don't know. He has a Honda. You had a Honda, right? Honda Accord. Yeah. Yeah. So he may have where each one of the pass the passenger and the driver can pick their own. Mm-hmm. But I want him to go full cold and full hot and just see if there's a problem because if he gets really hot on both sides and he gets really cold on both sides mm-hmm. then we just need to adjust the temperature okay. so it's no blend door nothing like that that can be making one side cold and one hot or no the blend door does exactly that the yeah. blend door opens and closes to give you more cold and less heat or mm-hmm. more heat than less cold mm-hmm. now if the blend door was stuck open mm-hmm. or if she had a popsicle stick go down the dashboard into the vent and stick the blend door open, mm-hmm. then usually the blend door will just stuck at all cold or all, all hot. hot. Yeah. So the blend door mixes hot with cold and mm-hmm. gives you the temperature you ask for. So anyway, the, and, and now Larry uh, Hayes is going to call me because there's a blend door and there's something else. And he was teasing me the other day. He says, you used the wrong uh, mode door. Mode door. The mode door gives you hot and cold, but mm-hmm. the blend door gives you um, uh, up and down. Or defrost and heat and or feet or center bent. Yeah. So yeah. it gives you those different locations, but mm-hmm. he, he, he was right. Mm-hmm. I messed that up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, good luck to you. Larry, thank you very much. And Angel, how can I help you? Yeah, hello, Mark. Uh, I have a 
21 uh, GMC Canyon. And uh, after about two or 3,000 miles, it started running rough, uh, the idle did. Okay. And I was wondering if you could tell me what's going on with that. Well, one of the things that you could do for yourself is, is take the air cleaner hose off the top of the throttle body, okay? And can you get it to run in park in your driveway? Can you get it to run bad or oh, misfire? Yeah. Okay. All right. So what you're going to do is buy a can of carburetor spray, and you're going to sit there, and you're going to take the the air or the duck work off the top of the throttle body, and you're going to hear it go da 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 da, and then you're just going to go pssst, 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 with carburetor spray. If it smooths out, then you either have a substandard fuel supply or an abundance of air. And if it's the abundance of air, it's probably going to be a vacuum leak, and it could be a bad PCV valve. It could be a bad brake booster. It could be a bad air conditioning line underneath the dash. It could be an EGR that's stuck open. I don't know if I said that. Mm -hmm. But there's a variety of things that can cause that, and a good technician won't have any trouble because what he's going to do, he's going to pinch off the PCV valve line with a pair of pliers, and it doesn't change. Well, that's not it. <laughs> and then he might start squirting carburetor cleaner in different areas, and he goes, oh, when I get next to the, the booster at the vacuum, oh, look here, that line is bad. So he replaces the line, and he's fixed it. But if you want to, f the question is this, is it running rich or is it running lean? And most of the time, they run lean. If you go pssst, pssst, with carburetor spray and she smooths right out then we need to find the vacuum leak okay yeah i took i took it to about four or five different uh dealers and they all say it's just the way the fuel injection is uh it has twenty eight thousand miles now uh they put it on a scope and they said there's nothing wrong they can't find nothing wrong well um and that's that's true a lot but did anybody test drive it yeah, uh, all the mechanics, GMC okay. and Chevrolet. Okay, and so were you in the car too? No. Okay, because you can say, I'll wait here until you get a technician. I'd like to go with him. Did they say they were unable to duplicate your problem? Uh, well, one mechanic said it's, it's the way the fuel injection is. Um, another one says that they put it on a scope and they don't. They don't see nothing wrong with it. Okay. The scope is going to pick up a bad spark plug. You know what? I'm going to take a break, and I'm coming back to you in just a few minutes, so stay right there. Do you ever find yourself asking if you and your spouse have gone from soulmates to roommates? Especially if you're anything like we were. Boy, we sure had our fair share of ups and downs. But we understood that a marriage is a sacred promise, and every one of us needs all the help we can get to keep our bond strong. That's why we attended Salem Media's Resist the Drift, a two-day marriage conference featuring doctors Greg and Aaron Smalley from Focus on the Family. They brought their great experience and wonderful wisdom into our union, reigniting the spark of passion and love we used to share. Thanks to Resist the Drift, our marriage is stronger than ever, and we've rekindled the romantic fire of our youth. You too can resist the drift apart in your marriage by attending this unique conference August 25th and 26th at Central Christian Church in Gilbert. This weekend's conference will protect a strong and godly marriage in a fallen world where marriages are constantly under attack. Tickets for Resist the Drift are available right now at 960thepatriot.com. This August 25th and 26th at Central Christian Church in Gilbert. That's 960thepatriot.com. Don't miss it. Look through your children's eyes and you'll see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. 
They see treasure in pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. When they discover the forest, their imagination is inspired by the smell of pine, the crunch of leaves beneath their feet, the sound of birds calling out for attention. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating forest world. You are the hero in this book. This is a memory being made. This is what they will laugh about years from now. These are the roots grounding and nourishing them. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Then look through your children's eyes and discover the magic all around you. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. As a young teenage boy, I didn't even know what autism was. How do you even spell that? A few years later, I heard that a friend's cousin's son had been diagnosed with autism. I still wasn't sure what that really meant. When I went to college, my roommate's brother had autism. When I moved to the city for work, my best friend called me and told me his son had been diagnosed with autism. We were both in shock. I still remember the day I walked into the house and saw that look on my wife's face. I knew something was wrong. I'll never forget how I felt when she said, Our son has autism. Autism is getting closer to home. Today, one in 88 children is diagnosed with autism. That's a 1,000% increase in the last 40 years. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org signs. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You're bringing your daughter to her favorite pop star's concert. Do you A, wear earplugs? Isn't this fun, Dad? I have a soft pretzel. B, remember the moment with matching concert t-shirts. That's going to be 180 bucks. Or we can just take a photo. C, show her how you used to do concerts. We're going crowd surfing. I can't. It's too heavy. Oh, my God. Or D, just roll with it. Woo, Justin, look at us, we're over here. Justin, Justin, OMG, he just looked, I love you, Justin, I love you. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org slash AZ. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. We're talking to uh, Angel right now, but let me just tell you about it. The, one of the best diesel places in town is Strictly Diesel. They're up at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. When it comes to the light-duty diesel truck, both foreign and domestic, when you're talking about Chevy and Dodge and Ford, then Strictly Diesel is the king of diagnosis, the king of repair. So if you have a problem, both foreign and domestic light diesels, they're located at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak in North Phoenix. Hey, Angel, are you still there? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Angel, when with you having this miss, does it seem to be when it's in drive, or does it do it when it's at idle? Um, most of the time, uh, idle. I, okay. I, I noticed. Uh, All right. So when you're at well idle, and, uh, okay, when you're at idle, instead of it going, it goes, is that what's going on? We have a little bit of a rough idle? Uh, no, it's just a, like a constant uh, rough idle. Constant. Not every now and then. 
Okay, so it goes into rough idle mode, but then it, some period of time later, it'll smooth out. Uh, yes. When I turn the AC on, probably going to. So, so this this is going to change the way the engine sounds when you turn the AC on and off. Yeah, it gets a little smoother. Okay, that's a, that's tying. I'm having a tough time tying that symptom to it. Um, the only th- this isn't a tough thing. Whenever we have a an engine misfire or a rough idle or a an acceleration that instead of going it goes da 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 da, then we're looking at spark and fuel. That's what we need in order to make this thing run. When you turn on the air conditioning, this is what happens. You're idling at 600 RPM. When you turn on the air conditioning, you might go to 500 RPM. The computer sees the idle right. drop, and it immediately brings the idle back up to 600, degree, uh, 600 RPM, and it'll do it faster than you can breathe. So the computer's going to reset the idle if it sees it below the, the threshold, what we call the floor, and it's going to kick up the idle. And, but still, you still got a problem with spark and fuel. So most of us are going to take propane, and it's going to be idling, and it's going to be missing. Da 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 da. Hopefully that's way. We're going to just we're going to have, move this propane around the in, the top of the engine, and then all of a sudden we get over near the EGR valve, and it goes mm, smooths out. And then we go back off the EGR valve, or any kind of vacuum leak with the PCV valve, with the with the vent hose to the PCV valve, a base gasket on the throttle body. These are all places, not necessarily at twenty thousand miles, yeah. but these are all places that we f- look for this kind of, of activity. But um, the diagnostic, if this was in the front counter with you, what would you... Yeah, what 79 spread to 149 is okay. what we would diagnose And for. And there's a, what percentage of the time does the diagnosis find and fix the problem? Uh, give me an example. We got a vacuum leak and the PCV valve hose yeah, is bad. Well, I would say, I mean, it's always going to find the problem, but it might be $5 to fix it if it's like a... a, a hose or something that's cracked and we can splice it or put a new one on. There's $80 to find it. Right. And then there's $20 to fix it. Right. Okay. Could be. That's typically how the repair orders are supposed to look. Mm -hmm. And and you said you only had um, uh, 21,000 miles on it? 28. 28, yeah. 28. Mm -hmm. 28. Um, And are you still under warranty? Any kind of warranty? Yeah. Uh, I've taken it to five different uh, GM dealers, Chevrolet and they all say That's the same. Crazy. They put it on I scope. Don't understand that. They don't find can, nothing. Can you duplicate the problem for them? Yeah, I'm sure they. Uh, I wasn't there, but I'm sure they they noticed it. One said that it's the fuel injection. That's the way the fuel injection is. Um, I did uh, change from Arco to Chevron gas and the QT, and it got a little better, but I could still feel uh, a mist. Okay. I I I don't like the answer about that's the way fuel injection is because my response would have been you should have told me this wasn't going to idle good uh when I first bought it. <laughs> and Right. Well, when the brand new brand new it, it, it there wasn't really much of a uh problem with the idle. But after 3000 miles yeah, it, it doesn't. Listen, it doesn't make any difference. At twenty thousand miles, you th- that Honda will run two hundred thousand miles or even higher if you don't overheat it. 
So when we when we look at this big picture, they're saying, "Oh, you're going to experience this problem before twenty thousand miles." That's totally unacceptable. It's that's a GMC Canyon. It's a truck, but still, it doesn't yeah, make any yeah, difference. it doesn't make right. any difference. It's what the same thing. Kind it is. Yeah. So you only have two choices: you can continue to take it back to them. Or I will tell you where good diagnostic shop is around you. Now you can you can go back to them. Does any dealer have two or three repair orders trying to fix this problem? Does anybody have that? Uh, no, not that I know. Okay, how many dealers have you been to and them not be able to fix it? Uh, one, two, uh, just. Two, but I took it to them like two or three times and okay. they put it on a scope and nothing, nothing's wrong. Okay. All right. So um, I can't promise you you're going to get your money back, but this is what I would do if I were you. I'd just go get it fixed. And then once you got it fixed, you take all their repair orders and you take the one that fixed it and you go talk to the customer service rep at one of the dealerships, perhaps this one you bought your car, and you say, would you please digest this, talk to the service writer, talk to the general manager, I'm not mad at you, you weren't in this food chain, but the issue is, is this is what fixed it and you guys tried and couldn't. Is there any way that you can re Reimbursement. Um, yeah, can you handle a reimbursement that this repair was two hundred twelve dollars and fifty cents? Can you guys handle it? Because here's all the paperwork, and this is what fixed it. And so that's a reasonable expectation. And if you're a, a new car owner and you bought it from there, and they're one of them that couldn't find it or said it was normal, then that's it. What part of town do you live in? Goodyear. Okay. Um, Harker's 38th Avenue and Indian School. If you can duplicate it, if it's not intermittent, if it happens all the time, I promise you Harker's can fix it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, something else Uh, that sometimes happens. Yeah, 38th Avenue and Indian School is this is a new problem. And if people start complaining enough, then they'll, once they do have a fix and you've been in for it twice, then there's a good chance that they're going to fix it anyway. Yeah, and and that's called a technic. What is it called? TSB technical TSB, service, service bulletin. bulletin. Yeah. Yeah. So all of a sudden, and and it's not the fuel injection. I can tell you that much. You just set a code. Mm-hmm. You just set a code in a heartbeat. If one of the cylinders didn't have fuel, it'll set a code in a heartbeat. So it it's it's just get it fixed. And Harkers can do that. And then take that repair bill back to the, the dealer who you bought it from. Take all your repair receipts or your, your documents and just ask them, would you please consider uh, paying this bill for, you know, I've had it in here a couple times and you guys couldn't fix it. I wouldn't say, Mark Salem said, that, 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 blah, blah, blah. Don't do that. Just say, here's the evidence. Yeah. It is fixed. And here's here's your three work orders, or here's your two workers plus another dealer's work order and another dealer's work order, or an independent shop, whatever, and just say now it's fixed. But I'm I bought it from Harkers you guys, and it Har- was in here. Harper, Harkers. It's H A R K E R S. Okay, great. Thirty Eighth Avenue in Indian School, and when you go there, you're going to probably talk to Ellen. Mm-hmm. And it's you have my permission to say, Mark Salem said that there's not a prayer in hell of you being able to fix this car. <laughs> Great. That's that, well, Here's the deal. That's throwing the gauntlet. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm throwing the gauntlet at them. Yeah. I'm saying, you guys can't fix this. I know good and well they can, especially if it's there when they're working on it. 
It ha- it can't be intermittent and it only happens twice a week. If it happens twice a week, you got to wait till it gets worse and easier to find. That's all there is to it. And it will get worse. It'll set a code, which doesn't necessarily mean that's the direction you go in. But the code may say, I'm running lean. Well, we're looking at vacuum leaks. We're looking at pa- power brake boosters. We're looking at the PCV valve. We're looking at the intake gasket because we know that's a lean condition. So those are the kinds of things that uh, good shops. And, and Harker's has got two guys there, Bob and, and, and somebody else. And I don't remember what his name is, um, but he's really good. And do you have a pencil with you right now? Yeah. 602-278-5558. And their hours of operation. They're closed today. I think they're a Monday through Friday yeah, shop. Yeah, they are. And they might be Monday through Saturday. I don't know. Today's Saturday. They're closed today. Okay. So Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. And uh, and then, you know, I'd appreciate it if you'd send me an email, mark at marksalem.com, mark at marksalem.com, and let me know what you find out. Terrific. Thank you okay. very much. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, Gil, I'm way past my break, aren't I? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't keep him on track, Gil. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hi, this is Matt, and I'm just like you. I'm really concerned with where our state is going, especially in the public schools, where teachers have the freedom to promote socialism and secularism, and where morality and conservative values have no place. So when it came to enroll our five-year-old in kindergarten, there was no question that we were going to send him to a private Christian school. But how would we afford it? Well, thanks to this program called aztuitions.com, we got the entire year for half price. There was no catch. You just go to aztuitions.com, some of the best private Christian schools in our area right there, offering half price tuitions for the upcoming school year. And maybe you don't have kids. Maybe they're all grown up. But you can still leave a legacy for the next generation. Give a child you know the gift of a good education at aztuitions.com. We're talking about our future here, folks. aztuitions.com. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes, When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM. So can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late, we stay informed, we invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one. 
together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Welcome back, everybody. It's uh, 47 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and we're going to go to Doug. Doug, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. I have a non-related automobile question. Uh, okay. I, I, I don't listen every Saturday morning. I try to. But uh, I heard about, I don't know, a month ago that uh, you were going to be uh, doing something else. My question is, are you guys going to continue the Secret Santa Club? Um, I'm sure we will. Yes. Uh, the boss just said yes. <laughs> okay. That's, uh, that's what, all what, I wanted to know. I appreciate it. Okay. okay. Let, let, let me just comment on that. Um, that's really run out of our shop. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we've done that how many years? Oh, I think it's 20-some. 20 20-some 20 20 plus years. years, yeah. And um, we have our list of customers that we always contact. Mm-hmm. But what's, what's happening is, is um, I'm retiring from the radio show in the middle of November. I've been doing radio since, two, two, what is it, 19, 1988. And so, I, but our business is still going to be running, and our daughter and our son are going to continue to to run that business. And and I'll just tell them, the Secret Santa Club got started how many years ago? Yeah, I I, I want to say we're on twenty second or twenty third year. Okay, and the Secret Santa Club is a lot of people. Um, Obviously, like Doug, mm-hmm. they wake up on Christmas morning and Christmas Day, and they feel empty because they haven't really done anything for anybody, and mm-hmm. um, they just feel empty. So, Secret Santa Club, what do they do? Yeah, well, we write letters and people donate, and then usually Andy and I and anyone else that wants to help will go out shopping. We identify people that are in need. Um, sometimes churches help us. Sometimes, um, you know, we will donate to St. Mary's Food Bank or whatever, but we find individuals that need help. We'll go out and buy for them and make sure we have everything ready to go. We try to do it the first week of December so that they know that they have something coming at Christmas time. And we, we disseminate the gifts. And, and, and we lean that. on people from churches. Yes. That you have a parishioner that mm-hmm. has had a lot of bad luck. Right. And our car's broken or perhaps our refrigerator's broken or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and then oftentimes we'll go to senior citizens uh, centers. Sure. And we'll say to the people... Who doesn't have any family? Right. Who doesn't have any family? And so Christmas comes. I know last year there was a lady at one that was mm-hmm. very old and had no family. Mm-hmm. So you guys took clothes, mm-hmm. perfume, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, shampoo. You 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 just bought her a bunch of stuff, yeah. and she was crying when you left. Right. And they're the. Uh, nursing homes are specific about what people can eat, so we can't, I don't think we've ever done perfume, but they love stuffed animals, they love slippers, they like robes. Um, We'll give them snacks that they can have. We'll also give them money for haircuts, fingernail, you know. For the women. Right, sure. Haircuts for men and that type of thing. So, And as you know already, Doug, um, whatever the highest uh, uh, donation is, 
we match it. <laughs> we match it. Yeah. So every yeah. once in a while, we'll have a friend of ours that will yeah. throw $5,000 in there. <laughs> and so we match it, you know. Yeah. It's all there. Now, it's, you, you, Doug, you, you, if you've participated in that for years and years, at the yes. end of Secret Santa time, we send everybody a letter telling them exactly what we did the money and, and how many households we helped and how many old people we helped and how many young people that go to school that don't have a dad Copies or don't of have a mom. Copies of, of all the receipts and everything like that. Mm-hmm. We identify the most amount, mm-hmm. and every once in a while, our friends will ding us on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. We don't care. Yeah. But we've been doing that how long, the Secret Santa Club? 22 or 23 20, years. Yeah. I, I haven't written the letter yet this year, but I always change it to the, yeah. the next year. So, and, and it's just a matter of there's a lot of us that just feel empty. Christmas because we just really didn't do anything. Our kids are all spoiled. They got lots of presents and all that kind of stuff. And we just wish that we had. And that's how it got started. Mm-hmm. And uh, but w- I I really like the senior centers mm-hmm. homes mm-hmm. because we paid w- like one lady. She just she her wanted her hair done, mm-hmm. and so we paid the, the beautician like six months of mm-hmm. money to do this lady's mm-hmm. hair. And w- what w- it, what was the senior citizen? But there's also we contact social services. And we also contact schools. Mm-hmm. And do you have a family that the kids maybe not dressed right? Mm-hmm. Or do you have a family where the kids don't always eat lunch? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll go in there and we'll get them clothes and we'll pay the whole year for they to, for them to have lunch. Mm-hmm. And and so we're not bragging. There's a group of people behind us. Mm-hmm. How many? Mm, usually Forty or fifty right. people help us, and 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 they're also can chip in as much or as little as they want. Absolutely. Now I did say at the very first time that um, I will give our number out, and that we'll match anybody else's number. And you know that Blackwell and a whole bunch of guys will come up with this giant number, mm-hmm. which we promised mm-hmm. twenty, thirty years ago <laughs> that we would participate mm-hmm. in. So we match, sure. and so we match the highest amount of money uh, our family does. So anyway, thank you very much for bringing that up, Doug. But yes, if you're on the mailing list, you'll get a message this year, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, thank you. I'm looking forward that. to it. All right. Thank you, Doug. Um, there is a little good in us every once in a while as car guys. Mm-hmm. Because and there was a lady, remember that lady who had no car seats and she had young kids mm-hmm. and she didn't have the opportunity to get her car cleaned and there was all kinds of stuff wrong with it. Well, three of us took her car away from her. Mm-hmm. We had actually social service help us. Mm-hmm. They gave her, we gave her a rental car and then we took her car away and then we just kicked butt for one day and fixed that car up oh. and the fire department gave us a couple of car seats to fit in the back of the car. I think that was for that show you did. Okay. The An- right. NASCAR Angels. All right. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. That's an example mm-hmm. of this. So You could do. Yeah, we could do. We could so. do that. So mm-hmm. anyway, 602-508-0960. We only have about five minutes left in the show, but if you have a car question, 602-508-0960, and we have a caller. Who's that? Hey, good morning to Jim. Jim, good morning. Hey, Mark, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Good. See, I have a 2015 Honda Accord uh, LX, got hundred and about 9,000 miles on it, and I've noticed this occasionally if I'm on one of the streets in town doing 45 to 50, and a light will change red, and instead of running it, I'll just get on the brakes really hard harder than normal when i come to a complete stop the car almost bucks like it wants to die like it loads up and then if i just let my foot off the brake a little bit it kind of smooths out the rpms go way down and then it comes back to normal it's never died on me but when i really come to a hard stop quickly 
I get that once in a while. Okay. Is that anything you've heard of? Yeah, it's. I think you've got a, a, a vacuum leak in your booster. I'm going to guess, but this is what I want you to do. I want you to intermittently pull off into a parking lot, and I want you to stab that brake pedal hard. You can put it in neutral. It can be in drive. No one cares. So stab the brake pedal and listen to the motor. Then let up on the brake pedal, drive around a couple of parking spots, drive for maybe 15, 20 seconds, then hammer the brake pedal again and tell us if the motor runs smooth or if it starts to go ta-da-da-da-da, and then it runs smooth. Because if the the brake master's um, booster is leaking vacuum, you dry, describe symptoms that perfectly match that. Okay. It does it all the time. They just want to come to a hard stop after doing like 45 or 50, like it loads up. So, okay, okay. I will do now, that. And did, when you say, does it run rough when without a brake application? Oh, no, it's smooth as a Swiss okay. watch. I mean, it, it runs just fine all the time. Okay. Okay. Well, I think the key. I think you and I have come to the key. The key action to start this calamity is brake pedal application. Especially, you said when you come up on an intersection, you decide to stop instead of running it like Renee does. <laughs> so when you and you're using the heck out of the brakes when you stab the throttle like that. So and and right. you're also depleting the vacuum in the booster. And so those are the kinds of things um, that you can do now. What you can do is you can get a can of carburetor spray. And you can open up the hood, don't get it on the paint, and have your wife stab the brake pedal until she starts running poorly. Then just kind of spray the intake manifold, and around the piece of your valve, and and all of a sudden you hit a spot where the motor smooths out. And then you stop, and the motor starts running rough. Meanwhile, her foot's on the brake. And so okay. you can, and then you're looking for a vacuum leak or a vacuum source. Now, there's a hose that goes from the engine to the booster on the outside of the car. Touch the hose and make sure it's nice and firm from one end to the other. Because sometimes we'll get a little bit of oil in that hose and then it'll collapse on us. But you'll be able to okay. feel the tension on the rubber hose that goes from the engine to the vacuum booster. Okay? And what kind okay. of stuff does he use to spray on that? Carb cleaner, anything oh, flammable. Said, I thought you said brake. Okay. Um, brake okay. clean is flammable. Okay. Carb, Carb clean is, okay. is flammable. Um, propane is mm-hmm. flammable. If he okay. has a, he could take the tip off his propane tank and put a three foot of three eighths fuel line. Then he mm-hmm. opens the valve and he just kind of waves that around, mm-hmm. and uh, and hopefully under the best of conditions he can find it. Okay. Anyway, good luck you know to you, Jim. You know hey, do you know why I don't run red lights? Um, you know, because everybody I else does. That way, I don't. <laughs> I got my first ticket in, in forty-five years of driving about six months ago for three hundred bucks. It's yeah. not okay. No more of that. Well, well, couldn't couldn't you go to driving school for that or anything? I, well, I did, but by the time you pay the driving school and all the fees, instead of being like three fifteen, it came up to like two seventy-five. Okay, wow. well, that's not my record. See, Renee doesn't have that problem because she gets stopped on a regular basis. And oh, she I bats her not. eyelashes. Oh, and, stop and it. It's really nice. You know, you're a very handsome man and stuff like that. Stop Mark hitting Salem. me. Stop hitting stop me. I'm just that. making a joke. I am a good driver. You're not. So don't, don't say <laughs> It's that. been a while since I've been stopped. I know. It's been a long you're time. You're lucky. Yeah. No, you're right. I, yeah. There are times when I'm going, I'm going five over the speed limit, seven over the speed limit. Don't give me that Most hit. Most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thanks for calling, Jim. It's... Uh, it's interesting yeah. that um, that uh, the vacuum plays a part in the in the brakes, but mm-hmm. that if he can diagnose it himself, 
then when he takes it to a repair shop, it makes a big difference. Sure, it does. So 602, oh, forget that, marketmarksalem.com is my email address, marketmarksalem.com. I check my email on a regular basis, and please leave your phone number if you have a question, and I'd like to call you back because my fingers are really stubby and I don't type real well. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.